and true peace. Welcome to the Blur Buffet Podcast. Hey, how you doing? I'm Brian. I'm Muffin. Collectively, we're known at the Blur Buffet Podcast. Oh, yes. Oh, thank you for applause. Oh, man, I appreciate it. How, how, how you doing? This is Muffin's third birthday in a row. She's like Timmy Turner. She wishes every day could be her birthday. Only when my birthday is on a weekend. Yeah. My birthday fall, fell, excuse me, fell on a Monday. So, uh, yeah. Now, granted, I could have had a three-day weekend. But, you know, hindsight 2020. No need to worry about it. I'm not really doing much anyway. It's only turning 28. Not, 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 not. You don't ever really want to do anything for your birthday. Why? What would I do? I don't know. I mean. We, we just straight up went to a whole other city for mine. So, like, we could have. Yeah, but, like. My cause dream college in July. My birthday's in June. So you know. Let's just Our birthday's perfectly framed dream college. Let's so just, yeah, yeah, let's just say dream college my birthday. And my reward driving eight hours to Texas. That's my reward. Technically I guess the PS5 could be your birthday. Ah, see, see, see. There we go. That changed my whole landscape of gaming. I I was just trying to find games to play in the PS4 until eventually a PS5 fell into my lap and here it did a month after your birthday yeah good stuff <laughs> no that's good not stuff. true no it's when not did true. we buy that shit oh uh, sure you tell me you we, we didn't have it before dreamcon it's after dreamcon right so yeah a month yeah after dreamcon yeah yeah, yeah. all right well anyway folks uh let's get into it today we saw on muffin's first day of our three-day birthday extravaganza the actual birthday the actual birthday yes we saw dragon ball superhero wait dragon ball super Superhero. I think that's how it's framed. Oh, I know. It's Dragon Ball Super, like the franchise, and then Superhero as in the movie. Whatever. It, it just is weird of saying Super Saiyan God Super Saiyan. No, I'm not saying that shit. But <laughs> first off, uh, excuse me. I know the first thing people were talking about in terms of just the trailer alone is well, they didn't fuck with the animation. I'm here to tell you right here and right now. I don't understand why you wouldn't fuck with the animation. No. Yeah, what was wrong with it? It, I mean, it's not super Broly, and it's damn sure not Resurrection of F, but at the same time... Some people just don't like change. Some people just don't like change, and I think it fits what they were going for, right? Uh, we're going to get into what happened in the movie. By the way, spoiler. Uh, say that right off the bat, because we are going to talk about what happened in the movie. Granted, nothing is really canon. It's, I mean, at least as far as we know, Dragon Ball Z is not that kind of show. Akira Toriyama was a part of the production, so I don't see why it wouldn't be canon. Well, no, I, I just mean in terms of Dragon Ball Z is not that kind of show. It's just like I'm gonna say, hey man, uh, it's not like JJK Zero when we saw, where it's like, oh shit, this is this is what happened to, uh, fuck, what's his name? The Ghetto. Yeah. No, 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 no. Well, yes, Ghetto. That, but also I'm talking about the character who was before Yuji. Yuta Kotsu. Yeah. So you gotta learn names, bro. No. If it was a JJK episode, I would know their names. I would have it in my notes. I'm just saying, you just don't learn names anymore. Oh, I'm sorry, man. That's what I, that's what I have you for. You can do the names, I don't go with the faces. It's, it's you know, like. You can go with the faces? Is peanut, that butter, what you do with? peanut butter and jelly, man. Peanut butter and jelly. Alright. But, so yeah, animation style, neither of us had a problem with, right? It was very, it's very comic book themed. Um, it was, it was very interestingly animated. I will say that for sure. It, when I, when you think of great animation, obviously in the anime world, you think of the affordable, of the Fate Zero franchise and obviously Demon Slayer. But I, I think it worked. Uh, anything about the animation you want to add that you that you want to, about the movie? No, I'm never gonna be one to complain about animation styles because I don't understand any differences between anything. Yeah, it's well, just not me. Yeah. Also, I don't understand uh, the hate on uh, what, what's what's that show? Uh, one Punch Man. 
Season two. People said they didn't fuck the animation. Look, now, One Punch Man season two and the Dragon Ball superheroes movie look identical. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and I, they I, are the same. I would even argue One Punch Man season two a little bit more refined. But I feel like that's a, that's on purpose. That's by design. Once again, I feel like, like yeah, you can say. Only because the color palette's a little different. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, it's crazy to me how an- anime, yes, we can talk about the characters and the storylines and music, the fights, but at the end of the day, what makes it so much different from live action shit is obviously the fact that it's animated. And the fact that we have different styles and different ways they animate stuff to get their message and get their plot across, I think it's it should be appreciated and it should not be, you know, hated upon. It just may not be a cup of tea. That's fine. Don't go around saying and the anime animation is shit, in my opinion. All right. Yeah. But moving on to the story, uh, superhero. So it is around the main villains of the Red Ribbon Army. If you're an OG Dragon Ball fan, you remember how great that was. I don't remember shit. Hey man, Loki gave us a a, a black henchman. I, I forget his name. But he was like, he was like, bald. Loki. It, it is kind of racist looking back on it. How they designed him, he, he kind of looked like a typical. Everything was racist in the eighties and nineties. Fine, it's totally fine. But once again, nonetheless, Red Ribbon Army. Um, Especially in anime, particularly in anime. Right. Hell, even the early two thousands, black depiction of the black people in anime is still racist. I'm looking at you. Fuck. What's the name of that show? What? Tenji. Ten. Tenji. Tenji. I'm a. I'm a post it. Tenji Tenji, what the hell is that? It's, it's a fighting anime. The the one black character in that show, he's a prominent character, a little bit of a side character, it doesn't matter. But he's black, got dreads, and his lips are pink as fuck. Uh, I'm like, that's racist. Right. It's not what we look like. I gotcha, I gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what we look like. <laughs> I don't have hair. So. I think it's like Tenjo Tenj. Right, I, I don't have Whatever. hair. I've so, watched so. that show so many times because boobs. Boobs, right. But, then, like I was saying, if you like... The Red Ribbon Army stuff in Dragon Ball Hell. Also, if you like the Android Saga, aka the Cell Saga in Dragon Ball Z, it's kind of a combination of the two, right? We have, we have your boy. What's his name? What is the Red Ribbon Army's guy's name? Magenta. Yeah, that was his name. Magenta. The son of Red, yeah. and then his his son Carmine. Yeah, that was the son. Yeah. That, okay, cool. That was because that was not really a man so obsessed with his hair. He customized his car oh, to yeah. have a dome on top. Right. Like what the fuck. So they, they pick up this this renowned scientist, Dr. Hedo, yeah. the son of Dr. the the grandson of Dr. Giroux, quick, quick out of prison. Book. Did not know, did not, and y'all can shame me if y'all want to, did not know Android 21 was made in the image of Dr. Giroux. I didn't Android realize 20. he made a robot that he could procreate with. Didn't, th- didn't your girl I, 18 have to wish for female parts? I don't perks? think he procreated with her, but that was his, because they were both actual people at one point in time. Oh. Just like Android 16 is. And then he made her into a robot? Uh, sure. Give me a baby, I give you robot party parts? Sure. Maybe she was dying. Maybe it's a, 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 a Mr. Freeze situation. I don't know. I want to look into it. But Android 16 is also a spinning image of his son. Yeah. So, so yeah, I knew that. But, but go ahead. Go on about, about that, what you were saying. I don't know what I was saying. You're talking about Dr. Hedo, and you're talking about how like the guy was so... Uh... Yeah, picked him up out of the car. Dr. Hedo's just like, look, man, I've been watching you. You're literally the only car who drives by here with the dome on top. How could I How could I not fucking know who the fuck you are? Also, I created this little bee that right. just follows people around. It's my little spy drone. I thought that bee was cool. 
I'm happy it came back after revealing the spinner thing, but the the stinger thing. Yeah. But can we talk about that damn that dumbass moment where they're driving away with Doctor Hedo in the car, and Doctor Hedo's just like, "Oh, you think you might want to kill me? Well, listen, I gotta be here like a stingy. One sting, you you dead." And he just constantly is spinning the car while still moving forward and driving. I'm just like, "How are you making progress?" Uh, I don't know. That was quite funny. <laughs> I do appreciate the beat coming back into play later on in the movie. Um, also, I love how he was eating Oreos. Like yeah, the whole movie, the whole movie, nonstop. Right, and you look so disgusted when he like breaks the Oreo part, scoops up a, lo- a little bit of the look, ice, and puts I, it in his look, mouth. Look, look. <laughs> like, I, look at it. I, I'm not hating on anybody's Oreo eating tactics. That's the correct way to eat it. But if you're asking, if you're asking me, I just put the whole thing in my mouth, right? No. I, I would be more, not more. I would, I wouldn't, I would not have made a face or made a sound if you were to, to separate them. Lift the ice and eat the cookie. That's, that's, that's nasty. How is that nasty? That's not why you're like you're just coating the cookie in your saliva. That's gross. Well, no, I'm licking the icing off. That's nasty to me. Like, nah, you break that shit in half, you take the cookie. Instead of scooping straight up the middle like his fucking monstrous ass did. So I knew he was a fucking psychopath. You you take half the icing off right in the middle. You put the cookie down the middle, you scrape it, put it in your mouth. Then you eat the other half. It's 50-50. I'm not putting that whole cookie in my mouth. That's a lot. It's a lot of cookie from one mouth. That's a lot of cookie. When you say cookie, it reminds me of that that uh that scene from New Girl with Schmidt and uh mm-hmm. it's like it's like cookie gave me cookie. I don't know what spawned that that scene. But yeah, he's just like, You gave me a cookie, I got you a cookie. Gave me cookie, got you cookie. Yeah. Gave me cookie, got you cookie. Yeah, and, 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 uh, and Schmidt was so unappreciative. It's like, it's like, what is this? What is this cookie? It's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> like you star is terrible. Because he's saying it's terrible because like they didn't have the star in the proper shape, right. so Nick <laughs> ate the corners like it's he's not wrong. <laughs> you you gave this man a cookie that you put your mouth on six times, right? For uh, what? Like take a knife and do it? No, you know you bit it. What right. the what the fuck? Mm-mm. Monster. Right. So. We got our villain set up. Like I said, Reverend Arby, the grandson of Dr. Jiro, he's going to make him a new android to obviously get revenge on Goku. But I will say this. Beautiful part of the show. Oh, excuse me. Beautiful part of this movie. Goku and Vegeta, while technically were in it on our screens, they were not in it in terms of the action, right? Which makes me, honestly, I think I enjoyed the movie more because of it. Well, yeah, absolutely. Because at the end of the day, you have to... If they're going to be, if, if Dragon Ball Super, in my opinion, is going to be more than just for playing the greatest hits and just getting people like us who are kids when Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z was out, who are now adults watching Super, just be like, you know, oh my gosh, no, man, if you're going to make an actual story, I would, you know, up to the, okay, not up to the standard of the current anime, because, no, because there's a niche and there's, expert, there's an expectation to be involved. But you got to give love to Piccolo, you got to give love to Gohan. Hell, Master Roshi got love in freaking Dragon Ball, the tournament of power, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Nowhere to be seen in this movie, and I appreciate that. Seventeen got some love, also in Super and uh, Dragon Ball Tournament of Power. So you know you gotta give a character the day, right? End of the day, it's only like an hour and forty-five minutes. You can spare an hour and forty-five minutes for your boy, right? You obviously can. So now I don't remember if he Gohan was discussed in our anime fathers episode when we did this a while back ago. I don't believe so. I can't remember where I put him. I know where I put Piccolo, but wherever I put Gohan, he he, he gets bumped up. He gets bumped a level below because, bro. Like, why are you... Go pick up your child from daycare. Go pick up your child from daycare. You can fly. You can literally fly. In a world where people don't care if you can fly. 
It's they like, don't give a fuck. Like not like he's Superman. Or, They're not kind of trying to keep that shit under wraps. Not at all. Not at all. Like, bro, go fly, pick up your daughter, and then bam. Oh hell, hey dad, teach me how to do instant transmission, so you know I can. You know, you go, go. Pop right over there. Like, what do you mean your child? Like, picking up your daughter from preschool is less important right. than than a research project. Absolutely. On 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 a fucking pun. Can we talk about that? It's such a quick moment. Wait, he's wait. like, he's researching these new species of ants uh, that can turn gold. And he's talking to Piccolo. He's like, it's almost like they can go Super Saiyan ants. And I'm just like, mm. Piccolo should have smacked them right there. Piccolo should have smacked the fuck out of him. Should have smacked the fuck out of him. <laughs> now, I did appreciate it. Number one, because I'm currently leading solo leveling. Primary <laughs> Anarch. Uh, Hunter Hunter has been brought up a couple times in this household. So It's trash. It's not trash. It doesn't matter. I was excited for another anime bug type situation going on. But besides that, like, bro. Did you finish it? What? So level? The the Chimera Anarch. What? What do you mean? Anarch. Like, is it over? Is it done? Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's solo leveling. Yeah, it's over. If, if I didn't bring this up, if I didn't bring it up before, I just want to say it real quick right now. Loved it. Wish there was longer. That is my only concern. I wish there was so much longer. Solo leveling doesn't do that, though. I understand that, but I wish. This would have been a perfect opportunity, just like I was saying about the Dragon Ball Z characters, to flesh out some of their... Because, no, 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 you, you say I'm bad at names, and I totally agree, I am terrible with names. So, and when, you, when I was telling you, like, man, Muffin, who, who's this captain, or who's this person compared to this guild master? Because really, not trying to be racist, your you fucking names are basically the same. It, 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 it is what it is. It's a little racist. It, it, your faces are kind of the same, too. And you said the exact same thing when we were watching Squid Game. Okay, okay, but only <laughs> only difference is these aren't real people, so I don't feel as bad. But point being is, like, all these captains are coming out of the world works, like, you're from Japan, you're from Korea, you're from the United States. If it wasn't for those freaking boxes telling me who they are, I would be totally lost. And I feel like that matters to me because, especially now with the Chimera, oh, I keep saying Chimera Anarch, but you know, it's, that Anarch is over, everybody seems to still want to get their hands on Jin I'm Wu. pretty sure they consider them Chimera Okay, fine, fine. Like, they, everyone, everybody wants to get their hands on Jin Wu now, so everyone has a different motivation. And really, especially since the guy who's from the is, it the, is it the United States one? Or is it the Japan one, where he's not a nation-level one, but he wants to be a nation-level hunter, and completing this gate would allow him to do so? The Japanese guy. Japanese, yeah. He brought his whole squad, yeah. and they got... Decimate. Yes, but that his plan was to, you know, take the gate and Yeah. And they alluded to like killing the rest of them. Yes. So so, so yeah. That's but, exactly what was supposed to happen. That, like, but I I didn't need more than that. I, I guess because I've just read so much and right. I fully immersed myself in anime, like these quick little beats that so leveling gives me, I don't need nothing more like I don't. I don't want more than this. Well, That's why I'm a little bit worried for the anime. Is that they're they're just gonna spend too much time on shit that don't matter because the only thing that matters is the next fight. That's the whole point of solo yeah, leveling. The only thing that matters is the next grind. Like well, move on. Well, 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 you failed. Well, move on. Well, okay. Here's the thing. While you say that, but the times when they do give us a little bit character development outside of oh, it's me, excellent. Outside of June, that excellent. shit with the healer when he's dying. Yeah. Ugh. Like all I needed was you. Chef's kiss. All I needed was you basically low key maybe letting one of your teammates die or killing one of them who's about to die anyway. Like something like that, you know, a little, a little, you know, a little salt on top of that bad boy. Nonetheless, all I needed to know was that they went into that shit with sinister intentions, and it fucked them up. Right. Japan now has zero 
S class. Like you ain't got nobody to talk about. You are no longer in the in consideration for top anything. Yeah. You are no longer a world threat right. because you got to realize in the world of solo leveling, the only things that matter now it's not your armies anymore. We don't give a fuck about your armies. It's how many S class hunters you got and how good are they. And Korea is coming up out of fucking nowhere. Right. But yeah. South, uh, South Korea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but getting off track here, back, back to the Dragon Ball Super movie. So yeah, go pick what's just matter shit out of him in terms of like, yeah, Super Saiyan. Like, bro, stop it. I mean, the only thing that redeems Gohan in this movie is the fact that Pen like, fucking adores him. Yeah, see, see, see. It was so cute. See, 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 fucking lucky right there. Because cause low key, if this is a real world, you're like, Daddy, you want to pay attention to me? It'd be some shit like that, right? It absolutely would. But, but, let's not but let's... she's getting more than enough love and affection from Piccolo. Man, Piccolo. Which right? is. Uh... Paul, Piccolo. You know what I'm saying? Dad of the year. Also, did not realize voiced by Yami from Black Clover. He absolutely like, is. Fuck, right? Listen. Also, also, but no, you ain't off the hook either. And no, like, 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 what the fuck are you doing? I, I forget what her. I reasoning mean, she's doing was. an actual job. She, she's teaching. Oh, she, she's fucking your boy. No, no, I understand. This is the whole conversation that happened a couple years back about like people who work from home versus people who have to go out and do the actual shit. It shouldn't be considered lesser. But listen, you're researching fucking ants trying to make a pun. Go pick your damn daughter up. I gotta, like, physically be present at a job. Shut the fuck up. Nah, look, Vidal, go pick your daughter up, too. All I'm saying is, neither of you guys gotta work. Your fucking dad hurt you. And really, you know what I'm saying? You have a point. Like, bro. What is she doing? And your, and your dad, your, your, your granddad is the ox king. Bro. Why do they live in that big-ass house? Exactly. It ain't because uh, Videl teaching it, not because Gohan is fucking researching ants. Surely it's so not. So what the fuck, bro? Right? Yeah, hell, you see Goku's house? Goku the savior of the whole universe. He fucking lives he on a farm. He lives on a shack. On a farm. I don't know why Chi-Chi's putting up with that. Oh, Chi-Chi don't want better for herself. I will just say that. But speaking of spouses of fucking Saiyans in this thing, let's talk about I'm them. happy Chi-Chi didn't show up in this Let's talk movie. about Bulma. Let's talk about Bulma. Now, now, listen, there's a lot of people in this movie that I would love to just slap the shit out of, and Bulma's one of them. Hey, okay. I like a slapper, but ain't ain't in the face, ain't in them cheeks. If you know what I'm saying, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Whatever. Yeah, totally. It, now, it upsets me. I don't. One, I will never ever be sexually attracted to Bulma. She's just so <laughs> much. I just, I don't, I can't fuck with women, women who are just so fucking much. Cut that shit out. Well, look, you, I, I will say this about her muchness. She's very smart. She's very rich. So those two things, she's already, I guess, breaking norms in terms of animated characters. About If you're really rich, you should be spoiled and titled. Bum was not like that. If you're super smart, you probably you have no social skills. Bum was not like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> in which case, hooray, Bum was a little bit different. Right. But, bitch, <laughs> Shinron is outside of Beerus. Well, honestly, Beerus is kind of a joke. Shinron is the closest thing in Dragon Ball universe to a God. Besides Kami, but yes. Uh, yeah, but Kami is Piccolo. And now Kami and Piccolo are daddy. So, mm, no. Shinron is the closest thing to a god. Right. The fuck you mean you've just been collecting the Dragon Balls to make cosmetic wishes? Now, uh, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that if I ever had all seven of the Dragon Balls, I wouldn't wish for a flat belly. I would. <laughs> I absolutely would. But this bitch wished for the ass of a 20-year-old. And and then wish for her eyelash. I was fine with the first one. Wish for her eyelashes to be two millimeters longer. Two. Two. 
not not to have perfect eyelashes that'll never fall out or getting your eyeballs because that shit's annoying. Right. Just two millimeters longer. I was fine with the ass thing. I get it. Squats hurt. They take a lot of effort and it takes ages to see any kind of results. Right, right, right. But But for you to wish for your eyelashes to be two millimeters longer when there's a literal world threat going on right now, what you doing, girl? And Piccolo, why the hell are you just going to give up the rest of the wishes? What the fuck? So the movie can happen. They could easily. I know the movie has to happen. Easily could have wished for Goku and Vegeta to come on Earth, but hey, they don't need them, man. We're good to go. No, I'll take Orange Piccolo any day. Yeah, yeah, we'll get the Orange Piccolo. But the crazy thing about Dragon Ball, if you're a long time viewer of the franchise, you know, back in the day, I think I forget the pig's name. Is it Orloff? No, that sounds right. Could be wrong. The pig who was Master Roshi? Yeah. I don't know his name. Well, anyway, he. Wished- I think it's Orlov because it, it's a it's a right it's a dish pun like a food pun. Yeah, he wished for boneless panties. Pilaf. Pilaf. No, Emperor Pilaf is somebody else. Okay. But the pig. Close. Yeah, <laughs> the pig from Dragon Ball. You know who it is. Doesn't matter what his name is. He wished for boneless panties one time. So yeah, that kind of stuff. And also, it's fuck- a running gag. And also, Bulma showing her vagina for fucking Dragon Ball back in the day. If you know, you know. So. Yeah, yeah, she wanted Master Roshi Dragon Ball. No pun intended there, and she showed her vagina. Okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, moving on. So let's see what else. What else we gonna talk about? So, talked about the villains. Bulma's nice tight ass. Oolong. Oolong. Talk about Bulma's nice tight ass. So, <laughs> Videl. No, excuse me, not Videl. Uh, Pan is very precious. Um, she was trying to learn how to fly, and Piccolo was just like, "Look, you you gotta will that shit. You can't force it." You know what's interesting about Pan is because she's been around, you know, new view of the super like, oh, this is this is Go Gohan and Videl's daughter. Yes, but if you're a fan like myself, you know, of age, you know it from GT. You know, you know it's a teenager from GT. You know it's an infant from the first Dragon Ball Super movie. She's growing up. She's three year old now. So it's like, if man, she's a teenager in GT, what are Goten and Trunks? They are also teenagers. Oh no, she's like a pre She's like a preteen. She's like, I'm about to say like Essence, but Essence is not a preteen. Essence is our cousin, and she was like, how old was she when, you, when we first started Two. dating? Two! No, and four. She's in high school, and she has a boyfriend. Things are weird, right? But whatever. That's besides the point of... No, because if she's five in this movie, and go... go no, she's three in this movie. She's three. In, she's three in this movie. That makes it worse. Yeah. She's three in this movie, and Goten and Gotrunks are just straight-up teenagers. Yeah. At minimum, 14 years old. Yeah, give or take. That's not how math works, GT. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do I mean? They've got twelve years on her. If she's if she's their age in GT. Oh, well, okay. They should be in their mid twenties. I, I, okay, okay, maybe not teenagers. Okay, I know for a fact they're like young adults, right? Because they've hit puberty in this in, in Dragon Ball Super. Yes, yeah. and they're like, oh, Dragon Ball GT is not canon anyway, so you can get away with anything you want. But I know basically Goten and Trunks are like of. At least junior senior high school age in GT, right? I I can't really tell you what they are in this movie. That's not really important. But shout out to them for being in the movie. They they get the little time to shine. They get the little fusion. It fucking work. Fucking fails. They become fat go tanks. Did uh, it fail, or is that just what they look like because of puberty? They failed. You, you didn't see the zoom in their fingers, like not not. Oh, I did not see that. Oh yeah, their fingers didn't touch properly. So they, that's funny. They got yeah. That's what happens <laughs> when you fuck up. You become fat. You become old. Become disinformed. Any sort of type of way, right? So, nice to see Gotenks in there. Um, now, with Pan, I love... 
I love how strong she is from the get go. I love she. Now we just got finished watching Spy Family maybe about maybe near a month ago, at least two three weeks ago, whatever the case has been. I got so much Anya vibes because like she's not afraid. She's not afraid of these fucking red ribbon army people. Yeah. She's just like like hey, pretend to be scared, pretend to yell, and you can break out his hand. Cause I time. like. I like Pan and Piccolo scheming though right. to get Gohan to shape the fuck up. Absolutely. I enjoyed that. Yeah, absolutely, freaking little, absolutely, freaking little. But let's talk about the uh, quote unquote uh, the villains. New, yeah, villains because we have Gamma, Gamma One and, and Gamma, Gamma Two. Gamma Two, voiced by Zeno Robinson. Of Hawks fame from My Hero Academia. Ogan fame from Fire Force. Yes, yes, yes. He plays Wall of Fame. He plays. Yeah, yeah. We have. Let's see. We have Ogan on here. We do not have Hawks. Well, on our we wall. ain't putting Hawks up on here. Yeah, he kills. He's a disappointment. He kills twice, but that's a spoiler. Yeah, <laughs> that's an unnecessary My Hero Academia spoiler. Goddamn, right? I'm just saying though. Like, why? I like twice. Uh, he's alright. I mean, I liked his character because, you know, I felt bad for the dude. You just like to pity people. I don't, I don't bother he's with a, a weak-ass emotion like that. He's a DC character if I've ever seen one of them. Oh, absolutely. Like, he's a total Batman villain. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you know, you know what he's like? Uh, you remember the... It was a very short in Justice League when they were fighting the four villains of Flash and it was like that one guy who's like a jokester, like a clown... And instead of yeah. beating them up, Flash like, did you take your medicine today? He's like, you said, you know, you're not right in taking medicine. He's like, you're yeah. me so crazy, Flash. Just like, go ahead and take your medicine, turn yourself in, it'll be okay. See, that's why Flash <laughs> is better than Batman. Oh, 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 oh hell no. Because Look. he understands that this man is quite literally in a this mental health ain't, crisis. This ain't the episode. And Batman <laughs> is just like, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just punch these people who yeah. li- quite literally need oh, medication. Oh, yeah, we sound the Arkham Asylum. Arkham Asylum, the most corrupt place oh, in Gotham hey, hey, City. Hey, I'm putting a kibosh on this. This is not the DC. They, they put Poison Ivy in there because, oh, she's got anxiety, depression, and she gay. Put why, that bitch in Arkham Asylum. No, you should have taken her ass to jail. Because she's gay. No, not because of a gay thing. No. I'm saying, like, that's a list of, like, have you ever seen, like, those 1800 lists of, like, shit that women used to be sent to? to an insanitarium for it's for having their period having an attitude having depression anxiety list like anything right hysteria hysteria is when they wanted to fucking have an orgasm Uh, yeah they they locked them up for that that's bullshit yeah that's why isn't that isn't isn't that also the origin of the fuck i don't want to get my my facts and mixing mixing stuff up but essentially like the whole lobotomy thing, like when when they're like, uh, no, that's something different. That's something different. We don't, you know, you know, you know, what I'm trying to get at though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, real quick, fucking fucking wild ass tangent. Talking about that, the first episode of She Hulk came out a couple days back, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't watch it. Um, but the internet has talked about it enough where I feel like I watched it. Anyway, <laughs> they listen. I don't know She Hulk's origins in the comic books or in any other medium, really. You want to know the fucking, like, the reason that they gave for She-Hulk being able to, for, what's her name? What's her real name? Jennifer? I couldn't tell you. Uh, for her just being able to Hulk out at will is because women are always angry. Women have always had to tone down their emotions for the sake of other people around them always. So she can just do it. And I'm just like, Yeah. Because when you think about it, Bruce Banner's just a regular-ass white man. When shit don't go his way, he throws a fucking tantrum. And you don't even have to be a white man for that to apply to you. All men, 
when shit don't go your way, you throw a fucking tantrum. You don't just accept it because society told you that your ass don't need to accept it. It should always just work out for you because that's what that that's what society would have you believe. It's a man's world. Fuck you guys. But She-Hulk, no, no, no. She's the superior Hulk because she can just control that shit because she's always had to suffer. Okay. The bitch went through puberty. She had a period. Okay. And you're telling me period cramps wouldn't make you Hulk out? It absolutely would. That's, that's, okay. That, that's, that's a tangent. No, no one's saying. Fear people who can bleed out of their vagina five days a month and just keep going on. Okay. Let's go back to the movie. Yeah, we, 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 we've gone further off the path. Game of One, Game of Two. I genuinely don't know how we got here. Good. I said Game of One, Game of Two being the two androids in the movie. You brought us in a Robinson and then we got a long ass tangent. That's how things happen on the Blur Buffet podcast. I like Gamma 2. You don't like Gamma 2? I like Dinner Robinson. Don't like Gamma 2. He was annoying. He was cocky. Well, yeah. I don't like people who jump right out the gate. They're fucking cocky. I mean, low key. He came on, defeated God. He defeated Kami Piccolo. You know what I'm saying? Listen. Gave him a hand. He was like, what about? Kami wasn't. Piccolo wasn't trying. Piccolo wasn't trying. He was trying. Dumb anime scratches on his body seems to be trying. Yeah. That's, that's the key. That's the key um, notification. Hey, can we talk about how when, when Gamma 2 goes back to the, the Red Ribbon hideout and shit, and they were analyzing the fight and whatnot, yeah. and Gamma 1's just like, did you did you confirm his death with the body? No, bro. Why are you just assuming you vaporized? I totally vaporized him, bro. No, 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 that shit. And then he just zooms in and sees the little pew. That's <laughs> Where Piccolo just fucking left. Right. But, like, nobody confirms death in anime. Nah, man. No one. Even even in Spy Family, where you're pretty fucking sure either these people are dead already, dead on impact, or they're going to bleed out. Lloyd don't stop to check. Right. They saw your face, bro. Like, remember, like, it's like episode, like, three or four of Spy Family, where he is in the, the, that warehouse where they've kidnapped Anya, and he just rips off his disguise and starts going ham on all these people. Yeah. You didn't confirm nobody was dead. Right. You're just assuming. Yeah, right. Like, you're the greatest spy in the world. Somebody in here could have survived and now knows your face. Yeah, I think they do that, you know, in anime. Hey, we are running material. This one guy survived that one attack and then bam! Ugh, you're not wrong. That's how we do it. That's so. just storytelling. It's yeah, cheap. Absolutely. Now, I like it. Now, tell me, these, I think it's hilarious that Piccolo did not get caught at all when he was in disguise in the Red Ribbon Army. I was sitting there... So anxious. Right. This is why I don't fuck with spy movies. Like I'm just like your ass gonna get caught. You keep reacting to everything. What you doing? I know, right? What are you doing? It's like, sir, I know where Gohan lives. Sir, I know what it all looks like. It's like he knows all his information, and it's like, mm, and they you? just take it at face value. <laughs> like the worst, not the worst part. The funniest part is like, hey, buddy, you look, you all right? You're looking kind of green. You're looking kind of green there. He's like, oh, oh, oh. He puts his visor yeah, back down. Put my visor back down, right? Cover my face up. But, He's like, don't um. Uh, I had to go to the bathroom. I, some someone sitting well with me, and he's like, "Don't worry, man. You just can't fight the call of nature." Yeah, you can't fight the call of nature. And man. then when he's in the helicopter with the other guy to go kidnap Pan, yeah. and he's like, "Look, man, I talked to number seventy nine. Um, just hold on for a little bit longer. We're almost there." Thinking <laughs> that pick loads about to shit himself. Like, yeah, how, how do you, how do you circle back around to a poop dragon ball? They found a way. They found a way, right? <laughs> But nonetheless, you know, it, I, I think the comedy definitely in here works. I know 
when it comes to Marvel movies, everything past uh, Deadpool, people were like, ugh, like everything can't be funny at Marvel movies, guys. Like, calm down, right? Yeah, but like was, all the people who are mad that Thor is going in a humorous. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what it is, man? Like, if you want to be 100% real with it, Dark World was trash. Dark World was ass. The first Thor movie, by default, was the best Thor movie. Until- it was, yeah, until Ragnarok came along. They realized, hey, Chris Hemsworth, while extremely hot, also pretty fucking funny. Listen, hot people can't be dramatic actors. Like, when you're that level of attractive, you you have to be funny, too. Right. Otherwise, nobody can either, can't relate to you. He can't act. He he literally can't. Oh, well. that, that, that's a that's a discussion. He is no Chris Hemsworth is no Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt is not hot. He's attractive. He's handsome. He's not like take off your shirt. I just want to look at you. Brad Pitt now may not be like that. But I mean, Brad Pitt was never like that. That's why he lands serious roles. Have you seen Fourth? I've seen seven. Have you seen uh, Fight Club? I've seen Fight Club. That movie sucks. <laughs> the acting in that movie is terrible. Yeah, look, yeah. But it has nothing to do with his level of handsomeness. I'm saying Chris Hemsworth can't act because he's too hot. I can't take him seriously. When you look like that and you're trying to be sad, just no. Right. Don't do that. Right. Well, I, I think Thor Ragnarok, like, you know what? Scratch that. We got to get back to the movie. We keep going with tangents. Because we still have to talk about the transformations and our ranking and stuff Yo, like that. And you so, thought this couldn't last an hour? Oh, well, it, it only lasts an hour because of fucking tangents, right? So, but back, back, back to it. But yeah, Gamma 2 takes out Piccolo, then Piccolo infiltrates the Red Ribbon Army. They decide, you know what, let's go kidnap Pan, try to try to provoke Gohan because we want to bring the fight to us. Right. All that shit happens. They kidnap Pan, take her back, and Piccolo's just like, hey, Pan, pretend to be scared. Right. Um, otherwise, you'll blow our cover. And she's like, okay, Piccolo, I trust you. Because, like, why the fuck not? Why not? And then and then she's just excited to see Gohan, like, pulling up and fighting. Right. Well, he, he on his own until he started getting his ass kicked by Gamma 1. Yeah, like, now, it, once again, I feel like when and if this movie gets adapted to, to episodes in Dragon Ball Super, Ugh. we may see... Isn't that sad that it's just going to yeah, be yeah, that yeah, way? Maybe so. We'll, we probably will see Gamma 1 and 2, how, like, they're... Um, their algorithm, how they were created, how they're created, but also how they're like how like Task, like Taskmaster, and the uh, in the in the uh, Marvel universe, and also Iron Man in terms of like okay, this is how Gohan's fighting. Time to adjust, time to recalibrate. This is this is this is a yeah. Because in the movie, they just naturally adapt. Yeah, they just to na- it. Na- naturally adapt to it. Right, the Gohan go Super Saiyan two, bop bop bop, putting them hands in. He's getting a good advantage. Gets his ass beat. Transformer transforms into Ultimate Gohan from the Boo Saga. You know, get a little bit of work in, bop, 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 but he's been fucking studying ants. What provokes what provokes Piccolo to join in the, join in the fight? What we'll fight? Because Gohan doesn't get his power up until Piccolo and Pan are pretending to, to like, until yeah, Piccolo's yeah, yeah. pretending to hurt right. Pan. And then he powers up and then, like, starts, like, devastating Gamma 1. Right. And then and then Gamma 2 joins the fight, and that's what provokes Piccolo to join? Uh, I think so because Gohan starts to get an advantage. Gohan starts to get an advantage when he goes in the ultimate Gohan form. Um, but then, uh, yeah, I think Gamma Two or Gamma One, whoever decides to join the fight, and that's when Piccolo, you know, starts with the facade, like, "All right, time for me to fight." You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, hands get thrown and whatnot. So, yeah, pretty much it. Can I bring up something stupid that yeah. I noticed in the movie? Yeah, go ahead. It's raining at the beginning of this. Like Piccolo takes yeah. Pan back. Gohan shows up. It's raining. Yeah. 
they're in an artificial dome. Yeah. They set the mood for this fight. Yeah. <laughs> because when they start breaking shit, it revolts it, it defaults back to the to the regular sunshiny shit. I'm just like, y'all set the what? Y'all dumbasses. What the fuck? It's a superhero movie. You okay. couldn't just you couldn't just fight in the sun. This is basically kick ass. This is basically Scott Pilgrim versus the world. This is exact that was the exact vibes I was getting. Like, <laughs> like this is not a serious like, superhero. Absolutely. Movie. Now, it was great. Oh, but we failed to mention when Shinron, uh, Piccolo's first wish, his only wish, he wished to get his potential unlocked via, I mean, same thing like Krillin did, same thing yeah, like Gohan Yeah, Shinron unlocks what he has and then gives him a little extra. Give him a little extra, right? And that little extra manifests itself when it's getting that work put on him. He's about to fall, you know, if you watch anime, you know the scene, oh shit, I'm about to fall down of a big ass hole in the ground just falling falling either i'm gonna die or i'm gonna power up right yeah so like right before he's about to splatter into the fucking ground his body like levitates up like exorcist style the uh the the mechian symbol on his back it like starts glowing and shit you know what i'm saying then he transforms into basically orange piccolo no piccolo yellow he he calls himself orange piccolo no 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 i mean like there's a stage right before the orange oh yeah like i mean that that, that's inconsequential that's that's just an inconsequential is some of my super fans out there when Vegeta goes royal blue in the tournament of power opposed to just regular blue? Like, come on, Mika, Mika miss me with that stuff. Now, no, granted, but royal blue is the final power level for that fight. I suppose, but it's so orange is the equivalent of royal blue. Yeah, <laughs> but orange from green is like, oh my god, but royal blue from regular blue? Come on now. All right, I'm just saying though. Like, yellow is fine. I, yeah, I, I noticed he had a slight little yellow tint to him when he was fighting uh, Gamma 2, but when he fucking about to fall and then he gets that power up. It's straight up orange. It's straight up orange. And he even calls himself Piccolo Orange or Orange Piccolo. At the end of the movie. He's yeah, like, well, what am I going to call this for? Yeah, absolutely. And this then, movie was a fucking joke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a great joke, right? And then also, he's able to go, he's able to transform into a giant to make him, like, they just stopped doing That was a power bit back in the day. They just stopped doing it. Yeah, like... And I get it. It doesn't actually make him more powerful, but like, yeah. so what was Cell gonna do for a sixty foot Piccolo? Like you mean like, like take him out like limb by limb. At least like at least let it cause a distraction or something. Right. I get it's a bluff, but then bluff, man. Right. What did you mean? I suppose so. Doing? But yeah, uh, like Muffin mentioned, Cell. I think they gave Cell the proper amount of time and screen time and action in this movie. I'm it, glad it, they didn't yeah, let yeah. him speak. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I did not let that. him speak. Also, it wasn't a situation like, yeah, he was a villain from the beginning. No, he was alluded to. And then, like, he's basically a giant robot version of Cell. Yeah, I was so worried it was going to be just the Cell saga again. At the end, he was going to try and absorb absorb Gamma 1 and Gamma 2. Yeah, I I, I would not have wanted to see that. Because, like, they were going to turn good and realize they were fucking up. And Cell was just going to be like, well, your power's mine. (laughs) Right, yeah, no, no. Don't, 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 did not want to see that. But, like I said... We just got a, a giant robotic cell, didn't speak, was causing a rampage, get everybody that work, give him Gohan that work, Go Tanks that work, Piccolo that work, everybody who wanted some, even Yeah, 18. Bulma just comes in with the fucking cavalry and Krillin. Yeah. And Krillin. <laughs> and Krillin doesn't Krillin does one move to the structural disc and that's it. No, yeah. he also does the, the solar, oh, solar flare. flare. Yeah, he does the solar flare because cell robot cell only has one weakness that's on the top of his head, chrome dome. He's gotta break because it. Because this movie's almost over. Yeah, movie's almost <laughs> over, right? So you know. Um, well, let's talk about Gohan's form. Um, go. I don't know exactly what it's called. I could have looked into it before this episode. Not very important. All you need to know is his hair is more spikier. His hair is more gray. And based on his eyes, it gave me GT vibes because it's like the same eyes Goku has when it's in Super Saiyan 4. Now, I don't know. With the that, monkey thing? Yeah, the monkey thing. 
I, I don't know if that's a if that is what they were going for. Yeah, if uh, that was the case, then give that man, let him just spontaneously grow his tail back. Like, he never had it. Yeah, he did have a tail. He definitely had a tail. Yeah. Pick a little shot that thing off. Just pop that shit right back on. Yeah. So. Yeah, he cut it because he's just like, you know, I'm going to destroy the moon and then make sure this can never happen again. Like, yeah. yeah, but you know, destroying the moon doesn't always work. You can just create a new moon. Yeah. Crazy stuff, right? Foolishness. So, so Gohan, it's final form. Don't know what it's called. Me and the Muffin had a little ha ha quote unquote bet I'm like what's the over under Kamehameha in this movie she said the, three I took the over you know what I'm saying the answer was zero the answer was two it was two Kamehameha's one by Goten and one by uh, Gohan when he first started fighting now I'm thinking okay but they didn't say the words so well, god damn you ain't gotta say the words <laughs> yes you do well, so if I fucking say shout out to Zeus so I fucking throw a Rossin shirt and they don't count is that what you're saying utterly ridiculous they don't count utterly ridiculous but yeah, so it was two Kamehameha's. I'm thinking the final one's gonna be a third. I'm thinking before it actually happens, it's gonna be a father son Kamehameha, you know what I'm saying? Piccolo being the father, Gohan being the son. But even better. Even better. Even better. Boy busts out a special being canon, you know what I'm saying? Shout out that. He's like, when did you learn how to do this? He's like, I was training in secret. I wanted to impress you, daddy. Yeah, yeah exactly, man. You know, studying buzz don't take 24 hours a day. Maybe it's about 10 minutes. I just make it seem like all day. So. In which case, bringing us <laughs> back to the point of the movie. Go pick up your daughter. Exactly. What the fuck? This movie couldn't have happened if he didn't pick up his, if he would have picked up his daughter, honestly. It really I mean it absolutely would have. If they just made him a little bit more attentive, the entire movie stays the same. Right. But you know, it was it was it was great for Piccolo and Gohan both get a transformation. Um the only thing Vegeta and Goku contributed to the movie was their them sparring. We see Vegeta, if you've been keeping up with the manga, it, it's not shown here. But in the manga, Vegeta has a new uh, mode called Ultra Ego, which is basically different. You know, it, it's yeah, Ultra Instinct Goku. He's able to his body's able to dodge everything, right? But Ultra Ego, Vegeta's able to basically like he, he can go on on the offensive automatically, while Goku goes on deep on the defensive automatically. If that makes sense, that sounds wild. It is wild. It is great, but we start to kind of see a little bit here because Vegeta's starting to like chill out more. He's starting to uh, harness like his jiren, just like. Calm, 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 and Vegeta finally beat Goku. You can say, "Oh, it doesn't count." He basically beat him in Majin Vegeta. Yes, that is true. But you know, Goku can see he's like, "Ah, I give up, buddy." I, I, I'm mad. It took so fucking long for Vegeta to realize, "Hey, hey, 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 Goku is kind of a fucking dumbass. All I gotta do is outsmart him. Like no fucking shit. Like, wait, it took you twenty years to get here." But Goku is stupid. Well, no, he, Vegeta, you actually have cognitive functions Goku, that are respectable. Goku is stupid, but he's way too strong to afford the matter. Clearly not, if Jiren can do it. Jiren do it. Is Jiren not the one that he faces in the power tournament? Yeah. Power? Yeah, yeah. What's the matter? Well, then Jiren, all then Jiren, because oh, they mentioned in the movie, Jiren's strength, just strength in terms of... It came from not wasting his resources. Well, yeah, it came from... Being smart. Well, no, it's not just about, it's not just about being smart. It's yeah, like, it is. No, it's not. Yeah, that, it that, is. No, that's disingenuous to what Jiren does. Jiren is able to, he's able to go zero to 100. He's able to go zero to 50 without basically, without waste, wasting the least amount of gas as possible. Without moving, barely moving at all, he moves very efficiently. He uses every every movement matters, and that's why Jiren is so much stronger because he's much a more efficient fighter, much more calm fighter than Vegeta and Go Vegeta and Goku are. My statement stands. You're not proving me wrong here. Well, it's not about being smart because you can argue plenty of characters are smarter than Jiren, but they don't. That don't mean they have the power and the. Business. I know. I don't know much about Jiren. I'm just saying though. But mm -hmm. point being is, 
Vegeta gets his victory here. Broly's in this movie, only just to make grunting noises and, and sit there and watch. Let's talk about the best part of this movie. Okay. Oh, the yeah. best part of this movie is where Beers discovers he has a libido and he wants to fuck. Yeah. Some little green girl. Yeah, I forget her name, but she's a character also from the Super Broly movie, one of uh, Broly's, like, I don't I want to say caretakers. Not lackeys either. I just say friends. I, I say love interest, but after I saw Beerus, may not be the case. Because, I don't think so. Because, uh, uh, and we kind of break the fourth wall. I'm like, oh yeah, Lord Beerus had a type. I'm surprised you guys haven't noticed. And like, I, sure I, fuck that I, I think he's referencing Boma because like, you know, Boma is, she's very, uh, sassy and in your face. Now granted, I can't tell that he like Boma, he's just fucking bitch slapping her and, and, and super, she uh, was for. I mean, I mean, he is that kind of but she was pregnant. You don't do that. She, he was there uh, threatening to destroy the planet. I mean, mm, I'll be kind of cranky. He was asking for it. Right. Yeah. But nonetheless, dude, Loki, like... I, and it was her birthday. Like, if anybody who's listening has a cat, you know how cats are. Like, when they, like, they're getting up from a nap, they're stretching, and, they're, like, the whole entire body, like, seizes up, and then it starts from the tail, and it, like, it, like vibrates all the way up to the ears. Mm-hmm. That's basically how Beerus did when he saw that green chick. Yeah, that's Beerus Boner. Yeah. <laughs> like it was so weird because she was got caught stealing right and mm-hmm. like you look into his eyes and his eyes look all still like yeah I'm gonna kill you and all of a sudden he just does that cat thing I just mentioned and then like oh not like you it's yeah. so fucking weird such a weird ass moment it was a weird ass movie 6.5 out of 10 whoa, 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 whoa. 6.5 out of 10 no it's a good score it's respectful I have to I am grading it on the Dragon Ball Z movie curve cause one I want to say this it's not better than JJK Zero JJK Zero Dragon Ball Z is not that kind of movie. Let's get the, it's the not. nip in the butt right here. Dragon Ball Super going forward is not that kind of anime. I don't expect anybody who's never seen Dragon Ball and perhaps seen other anime and then say, oh, Dragon Ball Super is up there with Brotherhood and, and D- Demon Slayer. No, no. If you if you want anything from the get-go, you won't get it. <laughs> you just won't get it. You won't get the, why the hell is he yelling for 10 episodes, right? You just won't get it, right? So saying that, it is a solid 8, 9 out of 10 on the Dragon Ball Z scale. So, meaning, is it better than Resurrection of F? I would say... Yes, because Resurrection yeah. of F just hits the exact same beats. Look, at least this movie is fucking, like, entertaining and original. As much as Dragon Ball Z can ever be original. I, I would argue it's the second best Dragon Ball Super movie behind Super Broly. I haven't seen Broly. Bro, but I say that Super Broly, the animation just fucking carried. I mean, that, that shit there. I don't know. What I saw last night wasn't really much to write home about. I mean, did you get to the part where Broly and Goku? Of course not. I turned that shit off as soon as you started snoring. Oh, well. It is what it is. I moved on to Green and Badger. That wasn't last night. That was the night before last. night before last. All right, folks. (coughs) Excuse me. Getting on to the... (laughs) Sorry, I choked a little bit. Getting on to the second part of the episode. Well, because this movie was pretty much about transformations. Like I said, we saw Gohan do transformation. We saw Gotenks for the first time in a while. And we saw Piccolo's transformation. So we uh low-key kind of reacting to a video done by Watch Mojo, top 20 transformation in Dragon Ball. Um, I'll go through them real quick, real fast, just for you guys to know, see where they're at. Oh, starting at number 20, they had Goku turning Super Saiyan God for the first time. 19, Gogeta appearing for the first time in the Janemba movie. 18, Broly turning Super Saiyan in his recent movie. Uh, 17, uh, when Zamasu fused. 16 Ultra Instant the first time, not the whole entire thing, when he flashes it for the first time against Jiren. Then you have uh, Goku for Black Rose. 14, you have Super Saiyan Blue for the first time. Uh, you have Vegito at for the first time and the against Majin Buu. Uh, you have Super Buu, where he for a fat Buu, eats evil Buu, becomes Super Buu. 
You have Gotenks for the first time. You have Perfect Cell at number 10. At number 9, you have Vegeta turning Super Saiyan for the first time in the Android Saga. At number 8, you have Golden Frieza. Number 7, you have Goku Super Saiyan 3. Number 6, you have Gogeta Blue from the Zamasu arc. Super Saiyan 4, it comes at number 5. And this is where I, I, I alluded to this earlier. Royal Blue for Vegeta. You know, it doesn't really do anything for me. It's cool. But honestly, it, I think this is where Dragon Ball Z is outdated with its uh, outdated with transformations. Like, just because you have a rival to your protagonist, they don't always have to be on the same level of strength, right? Like, I would prefer that they weren't. I would prefer that they wouldn't because it, it's just, it's not the fact that at this point, Goku flashed Ultra Instinct. It's the fact that literally Goku's sitting there standing there with Ultra Instinct on top of, excuse me, with uh, Super Saiyan Blue on type of Kaioken. So Vegeta just has to have something too so they can go, just for them both to get their ass clapped by Jiren. Like, yeah, like, it made no like, sense. It didn't make no sense to make But that's sense. the problem. That's that's a fundamental problem with Dragon Ball Z as a whole because right. their power system doesn't allow for different types of power. Right, absolutely. Like, that's why that's why I appreciate, I, that's why I appreciate Dragon Ball so much because really only Goku and Piccolo are like that in terms of extraterrestrial, not human level strength. You know don't forget about fucking weird ass Tien with his third eye. Okay, I don't know if Tien is. Like, I, I, I <laughs> He's not human. I, I, I ain't a lot of you. But like, my point being, Krillin, at point, Krillin, Tien, Yamcha, they were, you know, stronger in Dragon Ball. They can use key blasts and whatnot. But at the end of the day, the people Goku was fighting, they were just really, really strong in martial arts. And at this particular time, Goku's only advantage was the Kamehameha, really, honestly, because he was a kid at the time. So Dragon Ball had a different feel to it. Like, even though... Goku was getting outclassed by, you know, General Tao and some of these other characters, right? Because he was, they were better at martial arts. He was smaller, immature, wasn't as refined. But with Dragon Ball Z, like you said, I agree with you. It's hard to have different. Different it doesn't always mean better, right? It doesn't, no. doesn't always mean worse either. You just have to have different ways of fighting, which is why I also appreciate Hit very much because Hit from Dragon Ball Super. Because Dra Goku powers up blue. He powers up the Kaioken on blue, but Hit still giving him that work because I'm a better fighter than you. I'm more fine. I understand your weaknesses. I understand my strengths and how to use that to my advantage, right? Yep. And at the end of the day, some martial arts, like martial arts is their is their fighting system, right? If you want to get to the bare bone of it. So martial arts now is about who the strongest, right? You know what I'm saying? It, it's just not. So but the running of the top three, Gohan turned Super Saiyan 2, Goku turned Super Saiyan for the first time, and Ultra Instinct, obviously, at number one. Now, you can tell by this list by Watch Mojo. If you want to watch it, go ahead and watch it. Obviously, a lot of this is Goku, uh, Goku heavy list, but he's the main character. So what do you expect, right? So give me your your absolute top five Dragon Ball transformation. Me personally, absolute top five. I'm not gonna go in any order. Gohan, Super Saiyan two, uh, uh, Ultra Instinct, um, Majin Vegeta, low key, which did not really list at all. No, he wasn't on here at um, all. Maybe Bro they didn't consider that a transformation because it wasn't even an honorable mention. Broly, Super Saiyan, and uh, Super Broly, and uh, let's see. Give me shit. I don't know. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll be a casual. The last one, I'll, I'll give it to Goku turning Super Saiyan for the first time. Uh, no, no, scratch that. Take take Goku Super Saiyan for the first time. Give me Goku turning Super Saiyan four for the first time. Cause while I appreciate, I'll be a casual. 
while no, I'm just saying, while I appreciate Goku turning Super Saiyan for the first time and what it does to the genre, what it does to the show, yada yada yada. In terms of if if I just give a nine anime fan and compare that to Ichigo turning hollow, Naruto Sage Mode, Mob Psycho going fucking crazy, when Deku finally gets animated, when Aaron's like all that type shit. In terms of it's very subtle. Like, yes, the, the world is shaking, lightning and shit, but when he actually turns Super Saiyan, it just, and it's over. It's a quick flash of him turning blonde, and that's it. You know? Hindsight being 2020, like I said, I can never forget how important it was, how iconic it was. But it wasn't my top five, right? But, uh. From, in, in, in 2022, do you think Dragon Ball should still be in the conversation of anime transformations? 2022. Uh, now, granted, Dragon Ball is quite literally responsible for the trope. Yeah, absolutely. In all of Shonen. But can any, not, except with the exception of Ultra Instinct, because they, it was more recent, it's on par. With that exception, can it really be included in the conversation anymore when we have not only dope ass transformations, but transformations that are integral to the plot? And not just a random ass pull. Well, when you say it like that, no, it can't be because there's definitely more nuance in modern day anime transformations, right? It makes more sense to the plot. It's not as simply as me raising my power level. They take more time in explaining what this power upgrade means, what it means for the consequences of the show, means for the character. It's all integral to the whole entire show, right? And right. in perfect shows, that shit's been hinted at. Right. Perfect shows has been hinted at, right? Like, uh, now, even though, let's use a show like Bleach, because Bleach is obviously coming back with the thousand year, thousand year, hundred year? Thousand year. Thousand year blood, uh, uh, blood, blood war arc. Blood war arc later on this year. And obviously it's, you know, it's to, to say, along with Naruto and One Piece, the child of Dragon Ball Z being the big three. But I will say this about Bleach for what I remember. Ichigo Hollow, fucking loved it, right? Finally, I guess it contents you. All of the Soul Society captains getting their second form. Espada, all, all that good shit is cool, right? But at the end of the day, I feel like it's going to be very interesting to see how they do power-ups now going forward. Cause the, I'm only two chapters in, so I can't speak to it. While the animation is definitely modernized, I want to see how they do that. Because if you ask me, episode or episode, Bleach is the best out of the group three. Hey, look. Ah, really? Uh, if, you're, if you're just talking about... Oh, but you, you tried to shit on me the other week when I was just like, yeah, Attack on Titan is better than Naruto. But you're willing uh, to say uh, that Bleach is the best out of Big 3? If you want... like, or are you talking about solely transformation? If you want... Transformations, yeah. I would say transformation for sure. But if you want to go just like... Hey, because it's shorter than the two. That, that's just my personal opinion. Yeah. I prefer... Naruto's you know, over 700 episodes. More concise stuff, right? But obviously, Bleach... Excuse me, One Piece... Uh, you can speak on that more than I can. And Naruto, I can speak on, has more bigger, has more moments. Just the fact that it's a longer show than Bleach does, right? But if you want to tell me, like, hey, Brian, you, you got 30 episodes to sell me on. does it, though? What? Does Naruto have more moments than Bleach? Absolutely. No, I'm in transformation moments. Does Naruto have more transformation Because really, Bleach? he just comes back with Sage mode. Then he comes with well, yeah. QB Chakra mode. That's what I'm saying. That's I'm, it. I'm saying Bleach has more transformation moments than Naruto. Okay, does. yeah. Yeah. But in terms of moments, I mean, Naruto is just a longer show, right? But yeah. if you were telling me, hey, Brian, you have 30 episodes of One Piece, 30 episodes of Bleach, 30 episodes of Naruto. 
get this random person invested in the show, I feel like I can put a, a, third, a better 30 episode compilation of Bleach. Yeah, do you fucking episodes. know what happens in the first 30 episodes of Bleach? Hell yeah. You get to the shit so fast. Right. It's so good. Like, the first five episodes of Naruto, I think those little bitches are chasing a fucking cat. Right. And, like, what are we doing and here? Like, not, I'm not just talking about like 30 episodes in a row. I'm talking about just any 30 episodes. And not only just from an action standpoint, it has to make sense, right? Because like Naruto, low key. Oh, you can definitely do that with Bleach. Because think about it. Low key, I can take an episode of Naruto, right? You can say, take the Zabuza fight, all that stuff with them, right? But then, what episode, now, what episode do I plant to make the pain stuff make sense? To make the Roshimaru stuff make sense? To make the Sasuke Rishua make sense, right? See, that's where it gets kind of like, it's, you got to be for long haul. That's why I say pound for pound. Like, are you, are you familiar with that, that terminology in sports? When they say like, yeah, okay, like, you, you've just used it so much over the years, I just it, figured it, out. Yeah, they just say like, if Alan Iverson was six, six, he'd be the greatest player of all time. Which it's hard to argue that, like, just pound for pound, you know, you get more bang for your buck, right? But uh, I answered your question about yes, Dragon Ball Z will not be in a conversation for transformation twenty twenty two. Because that, that's why that franchise, in hindsight, will always feel too hollow to me. Right. It was back before shit mattered. Right, <laughs> because it, like like look at a show like uh, Demon Slayer, right? Um, Tanjiro getting to his final form, and I kind of I'm not gonna spoil it for you folks, but there's a form that he gets when he faces Muzan. That's like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, Why do you know about this? Yes. What have you seen? <laughs> yes. Uh, basically, it's integral to the plot, right? It matters for him, A, to defeat Muzan, and also it kind of ties into what Muzan's trying to do. Yeah, but, but if you look at it that way, then all of Dragon Ball Z shit matters because it's all the power-ups... Are, are necessary to win the fight. Well, no, 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 no. Like, like, like it has to it has to be more than well, just winning a fight. Well, no, no, no. It, okay, put it this way. Dra- Goku has to go Super Saiyan 4 to defeat Omega Shinran or go Super Saiyan to defeat Frieza. That's a strictly a power level thing. But how Tanjiro gets stronger, he has to master his breathing techniques. At the end of the day, how you defeat a demon, demons are you curl up their heads, right? But demons have different tech. The techniques matter. It's not an attack. And Dragon Ball Z is an attack. Special Bean Cannon is an attack. There's no tech. Like, they showed a little bit of te- a technicalness of the Special Bean Cannon when it first using it against Raditz. It takes a long time to charge up. It's a single beam attack. Really, I gotta hold your ass down for me to use it. But outside of that, they don't really show what's the disadvantage of the Kamehameha. What's the disadvantage of the Big Bang attack? The disadvantage of the Dutch Disc. Like, in, in a show like Demon Slayer, like I mentioned, like, we saw Nezuko, she's able to explode blood. That came into play. Because Tanjiro was not strong enough to cut through Rui's neck yet. So that combination attack not really. mattered, huh? Not really. Yeah, Rui. The spider person, yes. That's when she first uses it? I thought you were talking about when she goes big. Like when she becomes a Oh, no, 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 no. She, she uses it the first time when she, she explodes her blood against right. Rui. Yeah. It's been too long. Because he wasn't strong, able to cut through the neck part quite just yet, right? And like with Zanetsu, his lightning style, like sure, you can say it's a little joke because he's asleep when he's using it. But like... Is a fucking speed attack, and he going to use it when he's like, let's just say, Zen mode. He's like, he's you know unconscious. He just emptied his mind. Type anime martial art type shit, right? So Dragon Ball Z will always be a watch for me. I'll probably never read the super manga because it's not for me to read something. It has to have nuance. It has to have twists and turns. It has to be like a story. Because well, I can say anime is totally different from live action shit. Manga has to be just like a good book. At the end of the day, like you can say romantic, you can say romantic, uh, rom-com, non-fiction, fantasy book, whatever genre you read, the manga has to have, it just can't be hands. I just can't read hands. Yeah, that's the problem with, with a lot of shonen, honestly. Right, like, 
Like, I don't understand the, the hype behind, like, God of High School because, like, what's your overarching story? What are you actually trying to achieve here? You're just trying to throw hands, and I'm not going to sit there and read something with a lack of a narrative. I, I need more that's, than Absolutely, that. because, like, because unlike what, what anime... Like, you, that's why I won't be watching One Punch Man. I'm going to be real. Oh, I'm going to watch I it. mean, I, that's why I won't be reading One Punch Man. Okay, I, like I, I know, I know they just finished Saitama versus Garu. I don't give a fuck. I can, I can appreciate <laughs> what you're saying about that, but I would read One Punch Man A because it's been a long time since I fucking seen the animated, and two because like it's 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 a show where like One Punch Man is almost like a comic book. Like, okay, what kind of shit is Saitama getting up to this week, right? How is he going to defeat this? Fair. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 but I, I can appreciate what you're saying about you know his hands and it's not really much nuance to my reading, right? Because reading something. It activates more senses than watching something, right? This is what I'm getting on watching it. This is how it's animated. This is how it sounds. How it looks. But reading it, like, oh shit, this is on page. But maybe this is how it's going to sound. Maybe how it's going to be animated. Like you know what I'm saying, it, it, it creates more imagination, and you get lost in the story. You know, so it just can't be hands because I'm seeing hands. Okay, you punch him in the dick. It's not much to it. You just punch him in the dick, right? Um, but yeah, I, I want to explain why I, I chose these five as my top five transformations, and maybe you can give your top five. You have a top. Five. Oh no, I'm this. This is the you show. Oh, this is the me show. I'm just here to facilitate. Facilitate. Okay. <laughs> I so, do not give a fuck about Dragon Ball Z. Oh, okay, so uh, Dragon, the Super Saiyan Four transformation, right? Start with that one. It. I know a lot of people didn't like GT. I'm not gonna lie to you. GT is not an easy watch. Thank God it's not canon. It's not an easy anything. It's not an easy anything. Yeah, it, it's crazy. Considering Super's a thing, because you can see, oh shit, interesting storylines. And while Dragon Ball GT had interesting storylines, just wasn't executed very well with the uh, the um, the Shadow Dragons, uh, with the, all the stuff with Baby, even the stuff Android Seventeen was pretty like all concept wise. Okay, cool, I can get behind that. But basically, when Piccolo's a non-factor, Gohan's a non-factor, Vegeta's an old man. Like what the fuck, right? Like he's like old and like past his prime in GT. Like come on. Right, but Super Saiyan Four, you know, it goes back to the Great Eight form. You know, with Saiyan's true, true, po- Saiyan's true power. What Frieza was afraid of is how to use to conquer all those planets, right? So he just turns into a Great Eight. He's able to fucking condense that shit down into one great body, and it's alluded to. And, and like you know, hindsight, it's it maybe took a lot of episodes for them to get to that because they, I don't, they probably spent a couple episodes just pulling Goku's tail out. And I was like, okay, cool, right? Like, his, his tail's getting pulled out. You know, it would have been cool maybe if, like, I don't know, him turning back into a kid made his tail grow back. That would have been fine enough for me. But, like, you know, if I'm literally crazy exercise to pull his tail out and then, like, he's about to die. And then the scene of it all, he's fucking on the ground. He's, like, about to die, right? Then his fucking body starts pulsating. starts pulsating. He starts growing his teeth out. starts growing his hair out. starts getting bigger and bigger. Grade 8. And then Pan's like, Grandpa, stop this. You know, remember me. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> so, you know... And she she transferred Super Saiyan four, and at this point he's still he's not he's not happy to go lucky Goku anymore. He's like he's like Grandpa, do you think he's gonna lose control again? And like basically he gives an alright answer. He's like, Are you okay? You're gonna lose control? Uh, can you beat him? Yes. Just like yes, like, yes. Like you know, um, so that form was fucking amazing because it was a whole character shift from happy go lucky Goku because we only see Goku turn creative a few times, right? You know when he was younger and whatnot. And he go out of control. So how can he possibly be happy-go-lucky Goku as a Super Saiyan 4? It's just like, 
Bruce Banner turning into the Hulk before before he becomes Smart Hulk, right? Like he rampages out. He doesn't, you know, he does, he doesn't really speak in complete sentences. You know, he's a, he's just a beast type shit, right? Until he becomes Smart Hulk, then he becomes more like Bruce Banner. So that's why I love Super Saiyan Four transformation. Super Saiyan Two, probably the best one in all of Dragon Ball Z. If I'm being honest, because like we're talking about this off off mic. Show would have ended there. No Super, no GT, no Boo Saga. I would have been completely happy, right? Goku's dead. At this point, Goku's dead for good because they have not created the Namekian Dragon Balls yet. Kami had just died because he fused a Piccolo in that arc. I don't know Din Din. I don't know what he was in terms of his guardianness yet. So he wasn't. He wasn't. You know, creating the Namekian Dragon Balls, or he wasn't upgrading Earth Dragon Balls, so somebody could revive twice with the Dragon Balls, right? So um, Goku's gonna be dead forever. Gonna be dead for good. Because he sacrificed himself. Totally right? fine with that. You know, Gohan with tears coming out of his eyes turned Super Saiyan 2. Something that Trunks failed to do because he tried to go Super Saiyan 2, but he just bulked up and it just it slowed down his speed. Same thing with Vegeta. He knew not to do it because he knew it was going to slow him down. He couldn't get to that level. Uh, Goku couldn't get to that level. So for Gohan to do that, um, the father son Kamehameha, that shit was just so hard. You know, one hand type shit. His hair is all spiky, electrifying up. Uh, he goes from being like the, the shy, not 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 yeah, shy, naive kid to being confident, a confident killer, right? That's you fucking need an anime. So totally awesome. Ultra Instinct. Fuck, what does it say? Music was dope. Ain't nothing to say. I mean, like it, it's the little things, right? Music was dope. The fact that his hair didn't change design, so you know it's it's not like it's not a traditional power up from a narrative standpoint. It's not getting spiky. Not getting longer. It just changed the white. You know, white is, you know, has a connotation of purity or connotation of godliness, just like over the top type shit. He just dodges everything. Um, you know, him giving jeering hands, it couldn't have been against a better opponent, in my opinion. There's really not much more to say about Ultra Instinct. Um, who else, who else did I say? I said Super Saiyan 2, Super Saiyan 4, Ultra Instinct. Uh, oh, yeah. Broly from Super Broly. Like, what the actual fuck? That animation there. Damn, it's so beautiful. You fought with Apollo. Hey, did we do that? Oh, I think we did that. I don't recall talking to Akira Toriyama, right? But this dude is battling blue Vegeta and blue Goku in his base form, right? Like, he's just giving them hands. And then all of a sudden, Frieza says, Oh, somehow your father accidentally got shot by a straight beam. Oh, humanity. Oh, I'm sorry. He's dead. Oh, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry for your loss. He's like, Oh, okay. Say less. Green, Super Saiyan, Berserk Mode. It was worth the wait because the three Broly Lewis previously was not canon. Uh, you, the animation was cool back then, but the story it was like meh at best. And it's crazy to see Super Saiyan was enough to defeat Broly back then, but now it took a fusion of Super Saiyan God Blues. You know, it's crazy how how, how the world comes back around full circle. Because power scaling is for dummies. Yeah, absolutely right. And then my last one. Did not get an honorable mention on this list. Did not make the list at all. Was Majin Vegeta. Like, come on, right? Majin Vegeta. Vegeta started off as a villain, folks. Let's not forget that. Started off as the villain. He's the prince of all Saiyans. He was supposed to be a legendary Super Saiyan before Goku, before Broly. And for him to basically, you know, accept uh, uh, Babidi's power, for him to return back to his evil form, he got that dope-ass uh, Majin tattoo on his forehead. All like he he beats Goku in that fight. I know that fight ended prematurely, but he 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 was kicking Goku's ass. He beat Goku in that fight, and then for him to be like like 
know, Goku's like, Vegeta, you didn't let Bobbity perfectly take your mind over. It's like, you're not like this. He doesn't say anything. He just fucking blasts the energy, blasts into the crowd, just kills all those people. He doesn't say a damn thing. I'm like, oh yeah, Vegeta's back. And like the whole, like, the whole sequence of, you know, uh, Bobby taking over his mind, he's like, oh, like, come on, Vegeta, fight it. You can do it. He's like, you're innocent. He was like, what makes you think I'm so fucking innocent, right? Like, you know how many people I killed? How many planets I destroyed? That's because I'm fucking buddy, buddy with Kaka right now. You think I'm good, Kai? No, I'm back to the bone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's why that shit right there. See, nuance, right? That problem, that all, all the transformations I mentioned had the most character development, most consequences to the plot of all of them. That's why it's probably one of my favorites because like, like I said, don't forget where your characters come from, right? Vegeta was a villain OG. Now he's a villain again. Now it sucks to suck that he came back to life after sacrificing himself against the Boo and how that didn't work. We ain't gonna talk about that. Consequences right? matter. They Con- need consequences need to matter, right? But yeah, those are my top five transformations, man. I stick by it. Super Saiyan on the list. Sorry, don't really care about the fusions all that much because like fusions are fucking weird. Fusions are fine. Uh, the dance, the earrings, you know, the cool names, yada yada yada. But it doesn't really mean anything, right? End of the day, that's probably why you want to get fusions nowadays in anime, right? Because like, like you know, you get Sasuke and Naruto combining their powers. You know, the uh, the closest thing you probably get is fucking Deku lending a little bit of all for one to Bakugo in their movie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Naruto giving a little bit of his chakra to the, the forces and uh, a lot of Shinobi force, but even that's not fusions. Just aren't it? You it, know, it, it, it's not it because like. You know what it is to me? You know what what anime could have had, like, really... And they, like, tried to do it, but then they completely fucking forgot it was a thing? In fairy tale, when they do, like, their their magical, harmonious shit, and they fuse attacks, that's totally fine. I like that shit. Your your magic has to be perfectly in sync in order for those attacks to get off. Mm -hmm. I like that. Right. You... You can't spend so much time building up your characters just to have them fuse and just mm. expect us to just be cool with it. Right. Individuality matters. It does matter, especially when, like, okay. Because, like, how do you keep doing fusions over and over again without it very blatantly coming off as power friendship? Yeah, that too. But also, am I willing to believe, like, okay, if Sasuke and Naruto can't be fucking Madara 2v1, what do they can be the 1v1 now? Like, like, just in my head, it doesn't make any sense. Because now Mara only has one person to focus on. Does the power really get that exponentially stronger? I don't know. Like, you know, just no. <laughs> just, when does a fusion ever really, like, finish the fight in Dragon Ball? Like, has it? No. <laughs> I mean, fusions don't fucking because, matter. L- l- let's go through them real quick. First, I don't want to. <laughs> let's go through them real quick. First fusion, Gotenks. He fucking, he fucking lollygags and gets eaten by cell. I mean, gets eaten by Majin Buu. Right? Oh my god. Yeah. Okay, cool. Vegito, lollygags, eaten by Majin Buu. In the same arc. Twice happened, right? Against Janimba, a non-canon movie, does not count. Against Zamasu, they defeat Zamasu, but then all of a sudden he fucking infects the earth or some shit, and then uh, Zeno has to come and Zamasu himself is a fusion. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and then uh, Zeno has to come and snap the world out of existence because they didn't technically beat him. They didn't technically finish them off. Uh, Super Saiyan 4 fusion, they were kicking Omega Shinra's ass, but then that fusion wore off and the spirit bomb ended that fight, right? Uh, let's see what else. Uh, obviously the movie, it wasn't Goten's movie, so nothing really happened there. Uh, fusion and Dragon Ball Broly, I mean, he didn't kill Broly, so, I mean, they won the fight, but they didn't kill Broly. Man's bold of you to assume the goal was to kill Broly. I mean, but in terms of finishing the fight, 
you know, if anything, you just have to really calm down long enough to be like, yeah, come train with us. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You think Vegeta's gonna develop any kind of competitive spirit for Broly? Or you, you just really just want this moment? Uh, Kakarot only. I think he can develop a, a thing for Broly, especially since his father fucking was scared of Broly, right? You're like, hey, my son pulled the legend at Super Saiyan. It's not that fucking reasonable. Yeah, that motherfucker over here, right? Um, but yeah, I don't know. Imagine being so unrefined as to think that Berserker mode was Super Saiyan. Right. Foolishness. All right. Whatever. But that's all, that's all for our fucking Dragon Ball Z talk. I have oh, no folks. opinions to say on the matter. This might be one of the shortest podcasts we've done in recent history. Well, it was like an hour and ten? Yeah, precisely. Damn! Um, so I've been Muffin. Dr. Senku style. I'm Ben Bryant. And this has been the Blur Buffet Podcast. Bye! Deuces.